Welcome to Momentum Church. All right, everybody. Good morning. It is good to be back with you this morning. This is our last day before regathering. I know we will have digital format for you all summer long, but man, it is good to be able to know next week we will be together, and I'm excited for that. Um, I want to go back a little bit more to the beginning of this series. Literally, this has been eight weeks of talking about Redefined. I said early on that this could be a season that shapes you greatly. This could be a season that redefines you. It's a season, I believe, that redefines us. It's a season that redefines the church and so on. A season that in the midst of it, you could discover who you are and what you are made of. That's what I told you eight weeks ago. We were about a month into quarantine and I came to you with this series, and I began to challenge you that during this time to allow God to redefine you. And there'd be things that would try to shape us in the negative, if you would, but we would want to be those that would allow God in the midst of this hardship, in the midst of this season that is really different than we've ever experienced before, we want God to shape us for the better during this season. Now listen, little did we know that the burdensome journey we would experience during this time of quarantine would be so difficult. I don't know what you've experienced, but man, my heart is heavy this last month. This last month, I, I feel a weight I am carrying, and I, I believe many of you in our church and others that are watching this around the country, we are carrying a weight, a burden from over 100,000 deaths related to COVID-19. That's a burden that we all share. It's a burden we all carry. Many of you here listening today, you have friends and family that have experienced it. To the unemployment rate that has skyrocketed through this, to, to the tensions that we're having in politics over this. Let's leave COVID aside. Think of the racial tensions and the senseless deaths that we've experienced in the last month and a half from Ahmaud Arbery to Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. All those things. I mean, it's just the tension that we're experiencing, the burden we're experiencing right now with racial tension, it just seems almost too much. Man, I'm so thankful that this morning we were able to worship together with our sister church, Greater Church, and my friend Chino Echeverria and his, his worship team blending with our worship team. We, we hope you can understand the solidarity that we have with our brothers and sisters around this country that are people of color. We stand with you. My white skin may not be able to allow me to understand fully the ability to help carry the burdens that you carry, and I recognize that, but I want you to know we still stand with you. But that's a burden that we're carrying. That's something that's trying to redefine even our nation. That's something that we all are carrying at this time. When I think of the last two weeks, the impact on our hearts by the wrong decisions made by one of this house's closest friends. Y'all, it's a burden that, that, that for me is almost unbearable. I'll just be honest. And so, can I be really um, transparent with you? With all of that going on, especially with that decision that I just spoke about, that wrong decision made a couple weeks ago by my closest friend, with all of that going on, I just, I had to go to the woods for a couple days. 
I just had to go to the woods and clear my mind. I got my backpack on. I, I got it all packed up. And I just went away for two and a half days and just cleared my mind. I wanted to clear my head. I wanted to hear from the Lord. Can I tell you this? Two weeks ago, I called my board. We had a, a Zoom meeting. And in that moment, I told my board, I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I just don't want to do this anymore. Now, now listen, church, I love being your pastor. But I'm just saying in that moment, the burden, I just told them, I don't want to do this anymore. Before I called my board, I called my pastor. Man, didn't pastor do a great job last week? That's my spiritual father, Pastor Thomas Blair. And I asked him to preach, but, but before, and I'm so glad he preached last week, but before I called my board two weeks ago, I called my pastor and I said, hey, pastor, you know that retirement boat that you bought, that people bought for you for retirement that you have? Yeah, Ross, I do. I said, hey, do you have room for another preacher on it? <laughs> you know. The pastor, he's like, oh, son, what's, what's going on? And I was able to just share my heart about the burdens that we're carrying right now. And so, you know, with that, it just came to a point where it was time to go, at least for me, you know, my, my heart about the woods. My heart is just to get into nature. I love it. I love being outdoors. And I just went to the woods. And like I said, I love backpacking. And there's an adage, an old saying about backpacking, that if you hike heavy you camp light. And the transverse of that is if you hike light, you camp heavy. All right, pastor, what does that mean? Let me, let me break it down. So if I have a lot of stuff in my pack, I am hiking heavy. The burden seems almost like it's too much. But guess what? When I get to camp, I get to camp light. Because I have all these different amenities that I brought with me. And so, yes, the burden is heavy, but I get to camp light. And there's times I go on camps that I want to be light hiking. Now, if you hike light, you camp heavy, you know. You may be a little colder at camp. You may be sitting on a sheet of Tyvek at camp. You may not have the underquilt that you like that keeps you warm all and toasty all the way around, you know. Um, you may not even have things that will let you be able to, to cook. And so you'll just take things that you're going to pack eat. And so you don't even bring a stove or anything like that. I've camped like that before, but it's not as fun, all right. There's something about hiking heavy and being able to camp light that is really actually enjoyable. Now the problem is when you camp heavy, hike heavy, you can't hike as far. All right, you, you can't carry, Amy and I were hiking one time on the Appalachia Trail, and we went by a boy, and his name, his trail name was 90. And the reason why his trail name was 90 is he had started the hike went carrying 90 pounds on his back. The man had a cat, y'all. Just the cat alone makes me a little nervous about him, right? But he's carrying a cat on his shoulder as he's hiking. And what's crazy is Amy and I met him about three days into the hike, and he had been on the hike for two weeks. And so a middle-aged man catching up to a 24-year-old in three days, why? Because he was camping real, real heavy. He had a big, big burden. So listen, if all you do is carry your burden, eventually you're going to wear yourself out. There comes a point when you need to lay your burden down and you need to rest. All right? 
There comes a point when you need to take that burden off and you need to, here's our word for today, our last in the redefined series, our last RE we're dealing with, we need to recline. We need to recline. What recline means is to lean or lie back in a relaxed position with your back supported. If you've ever hiked before, there's nothing better than finding a nice log at a campsite because then you can sit on the ground and you can lean back. You can recline with your back supported and it just makes the whole day better. All that time, all that burdensome journey, it just seems like it makes it better. And at times we need to recline. Listen, you need to recline and remind yourself who you are Amen? Or can I say it this way? You need to recline and remind yourself whose you are. Whose you are. I want you to open your Bibles to Exodus chapter 13. And we can see the burden in Exodus of the people of Israel as they are slaves in bondage to the Pharaoh making bricks to build and we can see the whole story play out they don't have control of their life the control of their time control of their work efforts they are under the burden of slavery but I want you to watch this there comes a time when that burden is shifted. Watch this in Exodus 13, 3. Then Moses said to the people, Remember this day when you came out from Egypt, out of the house of slavery, for by a strong hand the Lord brought you out from this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. And so he's reminding them to have this Passover meal where they're reminded yearly about the deliverance they received from the hand of the Lord. Yes, you were under the burden of slavery, but there came a point when you began to walk out as sons. There came a point when the burden came off and you were able to recline, if you will, at table. And now I say that because literally, if you know anything about the Passover meal, the Seder meal, Jewish people during the Passover meal, every time you get ready to take a drink of the wine, and that happens several times throughout the meal, you always lean. You recline. Why? It's a reminder that, that, that we are not slaves any longer, but we are sons. And we recline as we take part in that juice. And during the Passover meal, there is a question that comes out. What makes this night different from all other nights? And that question has four answers. But the fourth of these answers, all little Jewish church children will know this. They say this, what makes it different? And here's the answer they'll give. On all nights we eat sitting upright or reclining, but on this night we all recline. Why is that? It is a reminder that you have something to sit back on. It's a reminder that you have something to rest upon. It's a reminder that you are not having to be stooped over with burden perpetually. But there comes a point where in the midst of the burden, you can put the burden aside and you can sit. You can recline. You can lean back and find your rest. Can I tell you right now, every single one of us are slaves to sin. Without Jesus, we are in the bondage of slavery, just like the Jews to the bondage in the bondage of the Egyptian. And so in Ephesians 2, 1 through 6, it begins to say it this way. You are dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, 
following this course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. It's giving us a pretty good picture that we are slaves to flesh, that we are slaves to sin, that we are not free apart from the freedom that comes through Jesus. But God, and if you're in your room right now, I wish you were here in this house, I'd say, shout, but God. And I'll just say it right now, shout, but God. There you go, you did it right in your room. Do it one more time. Shout, but God. Yeah, I I got you, all right. But God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and you have been raised up with him and seated us, shout seated, You see that? He has seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, that's not saying someday. No, supernaturally and spiritually, right now, you have a place of rest. You have a place that you are seated at the hand of Jesus right there. That place of authority, that place of power, that place of ability, that place that is reserved for sons, not slaves. And although at times in life you're hiking heavy, and although at times in life that burden is there, because we still live in a flesh-filled world, we have every right at some point to sit down and to lean back and to rest and recline in what God's Word says over our lives. And I'll just say it real clear. We are sons, not slaves. Amen? In Galatians 4, 3 through 6, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave. You're no longer required to carry the burden by yourself. You're no longer uh, required to have to just hike heavy and never be able to camp light. You're no longer a slave, but you're a son. And if you're a son, then you're an heir through God. That means everything that God has is at your disposal. And so here's the thing about slavery. Slave Slaves, they worked boat over. Slaves, when it came to their lives, they weren't in control of their own life. They carried a burden. But when the Egyptians were were cast off and the Jews were set free and they began to go across that wilderness, they became people that were free. And when doing so, when God commemorated that moment with a meal called Passover, he said, in the midst of it, recline, lean, lean a little, you know, amen? Act as a son, don't act as a slave. And so with that, We can sit back and we can rest in what we possess. Listen to that. Sit back and rest in what you possess. I'm going to say it one more time so that gets in your heart, gets in your mind. Sit back and rest in what we possess. Now, the Egyptians always had their hand on the neck of the Israelites, but in the midst of that bondage, the Israelites always had this little gift. There was something going on. Yes, we had to go work, but God gave us Goshen in the midst of Egypt. If you look at Goshen, it was a little place of freedom in the midst of the bondage. Yes, it was. We can see him going through the wilderness, and that was a place that was struggles. That was hard. That was a burdensome journey. 
But guess what? Promise was coming. There was a land coming that flowed with milk and honey. And so in the midst of burden, we always have an opportunity to find rest in the midst of it. And so I just want to encourage us with that this morning, that we have a place to find rest. Just like they had a promised land to go to, guess what? We have a word full of promise that we can hold on to. Amen? That's what we carry. We carry a word full of promise that we can hold on to. And I'm just going to tell you it this way. Carrying this word can be a burden. It can be. It can be a burden. Like I said two weeks ago, I said to my board, I just don't want to do this anymore. But the problem with that is I was feeling the heavy responsibility, the weight, the burden of leadership. And how am I supposed to help our body and lead us through this hardship, this hard time? But you know what? You can't just do what you want to do when you're a believer. Amen? You can't just, no, you are not your own. You're a son of the king. You're a son of his, and we do the king's bidding. Amen? We're not slaves, we're sons, but we do what the king desires. And the king desires me to be a preaching servant of his. Amen? The king desires me to be a spiritual leader of his. That's what, that's the call, that's the burden I carry. His word says that I do what he calls me to do, and that's the burden I carry. So can I just be honest? The word in the believer's life is a bit of a burden. It's something that you carry. You're going through life burden, and now you add the word to it, and you're carrying something that's a little bit heavy. Isn't there some responsibilities? You're not supposed to live in darkness and act a different way in light. That's a burden that we carry. It's hard. It's a hard burden to be who we are all 24-7. That's a hard burden we carry. We're not supposed to say, I love my white brother, but I struggle to love my black brother. No. God says that we love everyone. Amen? That's a burden we carry. It's a good burden. It's a weighty thing. It's a responsibility as Christians. And listen, if Christians won't stand up for what's right, who will? That's a burden we carry. But I want to show you something really neat here, okay? I was feeling that deep responsibility. This word we carry is full of promises for us on this burden. Yes, and I was carrying a deep responsibility a few weeks ago. We as Christians, you carry a deep responsibility, and there's life burdens you carry, and with it, you got the words you're carrying, if you will, but I want you to see something that's neat, all right? Because we carry the word with us that's full of promise on this burdensome journey, we can rest back on the word of the Lord. Watch this. This pack is partially heavy because I have a chair in this pack, okay? And when I get to go camp and I I hike heavy, I like to take my chair, all right? I like to take, if you will, my word. Amen? And yes, it's a little extra burden to carry on the journey, but oh, when I get to camp, it is so worth carrying. It really, really is. And so I'm going to pull this out real quick and just show you how this works. This will only take a couple seconds. And so with it, I want you to see a few things about the word of promise that we have. All right? Check that thing out. Isn't that slick? That's slicker than snot. And um, I enjoyed this thing last week and spent time sitting in it, listening to what the Lord was having to say for myself and for our church. And um, then you have this little thing here. And I know you guys are saying, why in the world is he putting this together? But I want you to see something here. All right. Let me find it. Never Never easy when you want it to be easy, right? Oops. Just hang with me. Almost there. So, 
You're camping heavy. You're carrying this little chair. And this chair's not that much. It's probably about a pound and a half, I'm guessing. But a pound and a half, they add up. Every ounce adds up to weight. Every ounce on the trail, you'll feel it after you're hiking 8, 10, 12, 14 miles in a day. But you get to camp at night. Oh, and you got that burden off. And you can sit down in this thing. You see that? Huh. And you can recline. And all the burden of the day, it just kind of leaves you. This one here will let you actually lean back in it. I love that. I love my chair because it's close to the ground. I can cross my legs like that. And I can spend hours in this thing at camp. I really can. And so with it, you have this, this ability to recline. Yes, I've carried this burden. I've hiked heavy. But I have a reminder all day long. I'm hiking heavy and the burden is heavy. But there's a chair I'm going to sit back in. Can I tell you right now, church family, we're hiking heavy right now. But there is a word of promise. There's a, a chair, if you will. There's something to support that we can lean back in when we need to and it is the word of God and we can rest back on his word. Let me tell you real quick just a few things. One of the things you can rest back on is that God is faithful. His word speaks to his faithfulness. It'll say things like this, weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. It'll say things about God's faithfulness like this. Yes, you're going through some hard things, but you know what? Your mercies, God, will be renewed in my life every morning. Isn't that a good word that we can recline back in? Yeah, you're going to carry that burden, but carry the word with that burden. Don't just carry the burden alone. One of the things I've been reminding myself is the word where it says, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not giving up. I'm not going to stop leading. I'm not going to stop doing the call of God that's on my life because we're going through some hardships right now. No, 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 no. Greater things are on its way. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how this burden is going to turn out for God's glory. But all I know is the gates of hell will not prevail against Momentum Church or the church at large in Jesus' name. Another thing that we can tell ourselves is you're not going through hard times alone. The scripture will teach us that we got some Jesus with skin on it. That's why we had Greater Church show up here today. Because we want them to understand and we want to understand that we're in this together. Jesus with skin on it. You know what that is? That's brothers and sisters in the Lord. The scripture teaches us that we're a family. The word says that we don't have to go on our own. We can lean back on family. And Chino's my family. And I'm his family. And we can lean into each other during these burdensome times. And same way with you. You have brothers and sisters in the Lord all around you. Don't go through things alone. Don't go through things alone. No matter how much you want to hide the darkness, please, please, please don't go through it alone. Lean into each other. Whatever it has to look like. It may be a burden. It may look ugly for a moment when you're so truthful about your struggles. But that's all right. Lean in. Lean into the word. You have a brother. You have a sister. Be open. Share your heart. And allow yourself to rest back in forgiveness and rest back in repentance and rest back in the, refer the, the, the reassurance of your brothers and sisters in the Lord that you're going to get through this. The word teaches us we can lean back on family like that. Amen? Spiritual family. Final thing. Jesus just says it this way in his word. Just come. You're carrying a burden that's heavy. Put the burden down and just come. Come, you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen? That's, that's what I'm talking about, church. Right now, we're hiking heavy. If you're not hiking heavy, get the word up in there. Hike heavy. It's burdensome right now. But then realize that you're hiking heavy, you can camp a lot. You can take some moments and sit back 
and remind yourself of the promise of the Lord. That's what I did this past weekend as I sat before the Lord and just reminded myself of who he is, what he's called me to, and what God has promised for this church and our country. And so I want the same for you. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask, Lord, that you would remind us in the midst of our burdens that we have a way of escape. In the midst of our burdens, we have, we have rest for our weary souls. Let us not lean in on anything, Lord, that would bring demise, but let us lean in, Lord, on your faithfulness. Let us lean in, Lord God, on your family. Let us lean in, Lord God, on the ability that you have to take us through those hard times and to create your, your end desires. And let us lean in, Lord God, I pray, on you yourself, Jesus, that lifts and carries our burdens with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for this week's message. For more information, please check out www.momentumchurch.tv.